It's the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Here's Rob Carney. Welcome to the Heartland at Noon. Wednesday, October 6th edition. Brought to you today by Heritage Insurance and Purpose Financial. Working together to serve you better. Coming up today, we're going to hear from NDP leader Ryan Miley, who along with jobs and economy critic Alina Young, called on Premier Scott Moe to reintroduce gathering limits and provide clear guidance to Saskatchewan people on how to safely come together for Thanksgiving. We'll share the latest on COVID-19, including a piece of uh, that news conference from the NDP yesterday. The local by-election to decide the next mayor of Moose Jaw coming up November 3rd, and today we're featuring candidate Michael Haygarth, one of nine candidates. And the 800 CHAB Discover Moose Jaw Partner Profile features a local business that's been around since the 1940s, originally called Excello Photo. Over 70 years later, Wells Camera and Sound Photo Source is not only still here, but thriving under the direction of the third generation of the Wells family and their third location since opening in the 40s. Stick around for our visit with Chad Wells today on The Heartland at Noon. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for Ivermain Place. Small town life is great when you're surrounded by people with big hearts. Contact today for senior living opportunities at Ivermain Place Central Butte. Good afternoon, I'm Haley Shirky. The election for the next mayor of Moose Jaw is less than a month away, and nine candidates are up for the spot, including Clive Tolley. Tully is a professional mediator and arbitrator and served on city council from 1988 to 1991. If elected, Tully says he would bring changes to the downtown area. We've got a tremendous um, tourist uh, group now in terms of the Moose Jaw uh, Tourism Center and the tunnels of Moose Jaw is very successful. If we could have another uh, attraction, uh, more things to see and do on the River Street. I think it would bring more people here and, and bring more money. You can find more information on the election and the candidates on discovermoosejaw.com. With temperatures starting to cool off and winter on the horizon, Moose Jaw is in the middle of its annual fall invasion. With more, here's Blaze Wozniak. Maple bugs have made their triumphant return for the fall. As residents know, hordes of the small black and red bugs come out at the end of summer looking for warm places to hide. The bugs may be gross, but luckily they don't really do any damage and can't really cause any problems, aside from being annoying. Best way to deal with them? A vacuum works or a garden hose to clear the side of your house. You could also mix dish soap and water in a spray bottle, which will kill them on contact. The infestation should only last a few more weeks, thankfully. But until then, make sure the seal around your doors and windows are tight. For Discover Moose Jaw, I'm Blaze Wozniak. The Kinsman Moose Jaw Speed Skating Club is gearing up for this year's season. It's encouraging everyone to come out and try the sport. Coach Verna Kurgan tells us about an open skate in October that will be free of charge. It's all open to come out and give it a try on Sunday, October the 3rd and October the 10th from 3.15 to 4.15. We'll suit you up with uh, skates, some equipment, bring a helmet if you've got a helmet, and we will get you set up. You can find out more information on registering for the season at www.moosejawspeedskatingclub.wildapricot.org. 
Opposition NDP leader Ryan Miley is calling on the provincial government to reinstate indoor gathering size limits and provide clear public guidance heading into the Thanksgiving weekend. He pointed out that COVID case numbers and hospitalizations soared after the Thanksgiving weekend last year, and he doesn't want to see a repeat. Miley understood that limiting gathering size might not be a popular decision. We need to be honest with people. Yeah, we all want to gather. We all want to see our families. It just kills me that I'm not going to pack the kids in the car and drive to Moose Jaw and hang out with my mom and dad. But I'm not going to do that because I don't want to... Uh, Put them at risk. And, uh, you know, people need to hear that from their leaders. He added that medical professionals are already forecasting a miserable fall and winter due to COVID-19. Just in time for the Thanksgiving long weekend, the price of gas is going up. A number of local filling stations are up seven cents from 131.9 to 138.9. And it's not any better east or west of here, with some stations in Winnipeg posting prices as high as 142.9 and as high as 143.9 cents per liter in Calgary. Today, Winmar will be joined by Custom Works Contracting and the Moose Jaw Co-op for a barbecue to bring in donations for the Moose Jaw and District Food Bank. Winmar has been donating its time and materials to apply a thermal cork shield to the food bank's new building. Winmar owner Anna Georges thought it would be great to bring in public support. We thought, you know, why don't we uh, have a barbecue so people can come by, take a look at what we do, and then at the same time we can help um, fundraise and get some food and get some money in for the food banks. The barbecue is open from 11 until 2 at Fairford and 3rd Avenue. Bring a food donation or $5 to get a burger or hot dog, plus some Winmar merch. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is down 124 points. The Dow Jones is down 325 points. The Nasdaq is down 79 points, and the Canadian dollar is down at 79.23 cents U.S. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com. A 20-year-old London, Ontario man facing terrorism charges in the June 6th attack that killed four members of a Muslim family out for an evening walk will be back in court on the 20th of this month. Nathaniel Veltman faces four counts of first-degree murder and one count of attempted murder in what prosecutors say was an attack motivated by hate against the Islamic faith. Sentencing is set today for a man convicted of an unprovoked hammer attack on a Winnipeg teenager who was getting pizza. Jerry Kipling was found guilty earlier this year in a 2020 attack that left the 15-year-old boy with the hammer's claw lodged in his skull. Crown lawyers have argued that Kipling's sentence must be long, 12 years in prison, because he has a history of brutal attacks. U.S. drug maker Moderna is asking Health Canada to authorize a booster shot of its COVID-19 vaccine. The company submitted data on a booster shot that is half the size of the doses used to give first and second shots of the vaccine so far. Last month, Moderna said there were signs immunity was waning the longer people got from their doses. And the Nobel Prize for Chemistry is going to two scientists who have found an environmentally cleaner way to build molecules that can be used to make everything from medicines to food 
food flavorings. The Nobel panel says the work of Benjamin List and David W.C. McMillan has allowed scientists to produce those molecules more cheaply, efficiently, safely, and with significantly less environmental impact. That's a look at national news. I'm Chris Sumner. Now, discover Moose Jaw Sports. The Peacock Tornadoes earned their first win of the local high school football season last night, beating the Vanier Vikings 21-6. Peacock improves to 1-2 and two on the season, while the Vikings have one tie and two losses. Both teams are back at it this Saturday at Guthridge Field in Moose Jaw. Vanier will host first place Weyburn, while Peacock will take on Estevan. CFL football tonight. The Argonauts host the Ottawa Red Blacks. Argos are 4-3 and three on the season. Ottawa last in the East with a 2-5 and five record. Swift Current Legionnaires came into Moose Jaw and beat the AAA Warriors last night, 3-2 the final score. Noah Mitchell, Carter Herman, and Matt Ripplinger scored the goals for Swift Current. Rowan Calvert and Wyatt Lacoste for Moose Jaw. The AAAs are now 2-1 and one to start the season. Western Hockey League action back at Mosea Place on Friday night when the Moose Jaw Warriors host the Regina Pants. One game last night had the Red Deer Rebels beating Swift Current 5-1. Boston Red Sox have moved into the American League Division Series. They beat the Yankees 6-2 in the American League wildcard game last night. The ALDS begins Thursday as the Bo Sox take on the Tampa Bay Rays. The other ALDS will feature the Chicago White Sox up against the Houston Astros. That series gets underway Thursday night as well. And tonight it's the National League wildcard game. St. Louis Cardinals, the underdogs, as they take on the L.A. Dodgers. But it's one game. The winner of tonight's game goes up against the San Francisco Giants with Milwaukee and Atlanta in the other National League Division Series. Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather. A mix of sun and cloud this afternoon with a smoky haze. Wind, southeast 30, gusting to 50, high 29. Tonight clearing, still hazy, a little breezy through the evening, overnight low 7. Tomorrow, mostly sunny with increasing afternoon clouds. Smoky haze stays with us, wind northwest 30, gusting to 50. Tomorrow's high 17. Friday, a mix of sun and cloud, high 15. Saturday, a mix of sun and cloud, 15. Sunday, a mix of sun and cloud, high 16. And Thanksgiving Monday, we're looking at a mix of sun and cloud and a little cooler yet with a high of 12. Yesterday's high for Moose Jaw, 27 degrees. Normal high at this time of year is 15 with a normal low of plus one. Record high for today, 29 degrees set in 1980. The record low minus 12 back in 1974. Sun came up at 710. Sun goes down at 630 sharp. This hour, Moose Jaw 22, Regina 21, Assiniboia Gravelberg 23, Rockland Coronac 24, Swift Current 23, Elbow 22, Davidson Watra 16. Once again, Assiniboia 23, Regina 21, and with the wind out of the southeast at 18 and the relative humidity at 28%, it's 22 degrees in Moose Jaw. From World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist Drew Lerner. For Young's Equipment, your Case IH dealer in southern Saskatchewan. Weather conditions across the majority of Saskatchewan, and for that matter, much of the prairies, is going to slowly become a little bit more seasonable as we go forward through the next seven days. I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. We still have summer-like conditions that will occur across the region today with temperatures well into the 20s across a big part of the province. And we'll have a southeast wind blowing through much of the day today, too. Nothing too extreme, but continuing to perpetuate the dry bias. 
service. Another low-pressure system, like many of these we've seen recently, will be pushing across the region rather quickly from west to east overnight tonight and into the day tomorrow. The frontal system will likely bring us a northwest wind on Thursday, and that's going to bring the temperatures down a notch or two. And we'll look for another low-pressure system coming across the area a little bit later in our forecast period that will reinforce the cooling tendency. The biggest cool-off, though, will hold off until we get into next week, and it will occur behind a stronger storm system that may impact the region during the middle part of next week. Until then, we'll see temperatures gradually slipping down towards a more seasonable range, and we're also going to see a little bit of precipitation, but not much that's going to change the bottom line for the region. The, each one of these little disturbances that moves across the province will likely produce some sporadic light shower activity, but not much in the way of organized precipitation that would change the bottom line of soil moisture across the region. The first little round of spitting and spatting of moisture will likely occur with the frontal system tomorrow or even late tonight, but the precipitation will be meaningless. And we'll have a little weak surface high pressure center around on Thursday evening going into Thursday night, but looks like it's going to break down relatively quickly. We may see some sporadic showers in the south central and southeastern parts of the province at that time and continuing into the day on Friday. Most of this precipitation, though, still not likely to be more than three or four millimeters and very poor coverage. A better chance for some precipitation will come next week as we've been talking most of this week, and it looks like this will most likely evolve late on Monday, more likely Tuesday into Wednesday of next week. Generalized rainfall will be possible during a part of that time period, followed by notably cooler temperatures. In the meantime, we will see our afternoon highs cooling from the 20s today down to teens and a few lower over 20s after that for several days. Nighttime lows will likely uh, be mostly in the single digits and will get closer and closer to freezing as we get farther out in the forecast. For the Golden West Radio Network, I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner. Hi folks, Tim from Young's Equipment, your genuine Case IH parts and service dealer. Harvest is moving fast, so let's plan for next year. Book winter inspections on Case IH combines, tractors, and sprayers. Pricing of these quality service packages is held from last year until January 31st. Book now to take advantage of 10% off all genuine Case IH parts installed with the inspection. Special trucking rates and Young's loyalty program. Slots are filling fast. Contact Young's Equipment to avoid disappointment. Check youngs.ca today. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Road report on The Heartland at Noon from My Addictions Clothing Boutique in the Town & Country Mall. New fall fashions have just arrived, small to 2XL. In case you missed the news, price of gas going up in advance of the Thanksgiving long weekend. Happens every year, doesn't it? Uh, a number of local filling stations up seven cents from 139.9 to 138.9. Prices going even higher than that in Manitoba and Alberta today. And in Vancouver, up to 162.9 today. Pavement crack ceiling project continues here in Moose Jaw through Friday. Also, some paving work happening today on Alder Avenue from Marlboro to Oxford and Chestnut Avenue from Marlboro to Oxford as well. And remember, a quick and easy way to know when your garbage is being picked up in Moose Jaws with the free Moose Jaw Live app. You'll get push notifications direct to your smartphone so you'll never miss a day. It's the Moose Jaw Live app. It's free. It's in the App Store.
Now today's Paul Martin commentary. One byproduct of the pandemic and lockdown was strong growth in the area of direct or online investing. It seems many of us were drawn to the idea of managing our own portfolios and issuing the buy and sell orders ourselves. It became so popular, in fact, that one of the major banks with a hand in the game has launched an index for these players, tracking the most popular stocks among direct investors and trends, such as whether or not people are buying riskier stocks or retreating to safety. They even have breakdowns of investment choices by demographics such as Gen X versus Millennial, and they're even tracking trading patterns by province. The head of this area, a TD Bank, which developed what they're calling the TD Direct Investing Index, says they're hoping to help investors make sense of market activity, and it's an interesting departure from the traditional tracking systems, which tend to be about and for major institutional investors. This one is more populist and looks at how real individuals are handling their money. I'm Paul Martin. Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. This Saturday will be the last homegrown market of the season. Come out to Langdon Crescent from 8 to 1, rain or shine, for the final homegrown market of the season. This Saturday, strike up some fun this weekend at the South Hill Bowling Center. Rock and Glow Bowling is back Friday and Saturday nights and Saturday afternoons. Knock down some pins with your friends and family. South Hill Bowling, call 693-0955 to book your spot. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. You can read this story on discovermoosejaw.com today. The provincial government releasing a breakdown of September COVID-19 numbers. Um, According to the release, a total of 13,141 new cases of COVID-19 were reported during the month of September. That's over 13,000. 71% of those cases were among residents who were unvaccinated, 22% among those fully vaccinated, 7% among residents who were partially vaccinated. Hospitalizations, hospital admissions throughout the month, 449 uh, residents were admitted, 73% unvaccinated, 22% fully vaccinated. And uh, a total of 83 ICU admissions throughout the month of September as well. 71 of those people, 85.5% unvaccinated. September saw another 72 residents die from COVID-19 in Saskatchewan. Of the 70, uh, 72 people, 35 unvaccinated. That's uh, 48.6%. 28 were fully vaccinated. And... Uh, Nine people were partially vaccinated. According to the government, uh, of the 28 residents uh, with two vaccine doses who died, 26 of them were over the age of 70. There is a pop-up COVID-19 vaccination clinic up and running until 5 today at the Moose Jaw Exhibition Grounds. The clinic has Pfizer and Moderna. Those who are unable to make it today, it's okay. There's another one on Friday. 10 till 5, again, Pfizer and Moderna, and again on the Moose Jaw Exhibition Grounds. So with the Thanksgiving long weekend coming up, there are a number of our leaders province-wide asking the provincial government to put a limit on the size of gatherings this weekend, including Saskatoon City Council. Mayor Charlie Clark sent a letter to Premier Scott Moe last week requesting 
Public health measures be increased, uh, mostly limits on gathering sizes. CTV Saskatoon followed up and asked the government if this would happen. And they got an emailed statement back uh, saying, in part, uh, the government will not be making an order to limit gathering sizes for the weekend. The, uh, the email also stated the vast majority of new cases and hospitalizations are unvaccinated residents and those who are not vaccinated should get vaccinated. The opposition NDP put out a similar call to the Premier yesterday. We'll start with uh, Leader Ryan Miley. Well, thank you very much for joining us today. I'm here with Alina Young, our critic for jobs and the economy. And today we're talking about what's happening with COVID-19 in Saskatchewan. The last week we sat here and, and had the same conversation. And since that time, since that time, we still haven't seen this government return to regular briefings and daily press conferences. We still haven't seen this government start to share the modeling, but we've seen some very bad things happen. Our hospitalizations are up by 12.5%. We now have 340 people in hospital, the most since the beginning of the pandemic. ICU admissions are up by 20%. 13 more than last week, 78 people in our ICUs. Never seen anything like this before. And tragically, worst of all, the number of lives lost is up by nearly 7%. 44 more deaths, 44 more families. And you know, it's so easy to get used to and get immune to these numbers in some ways. These aren't just numbers, they have names attached. These are real people whose lives were lost and all the more tragic because this was entirely preventable. Scott Moe, this summer, chose to stop trying. He chose to give up on preventing the fourth wave, and he has still failed to step up and respond adequately. I want to share a quote from last week from Dr. Shahab. He said, and I quote, Saskatchewan is heading towards a fall and winter of misery. Something none of us wanted to hear. But he's telling the truth when he says that at the current rate, there may not be large holiday gatherings this year. We will not only have Thanksgiving at this rate, we will likely not have Christmas and New Year's as well. These are very frank and serious words from Dr. Shahab, and yet the seriousness has been downplayed by the missing in action Health Minister Paul Merriman, downplayed by the Premier. This government hasn't take a taken a serious single step to get ahead of this, to protect people. Instead, they've continued to hide and to pander to the worst elements of their party, to the, the Nadine Wilsons and, and Buffalo Party, Buffalo wing of their movement, rather than stepping up to protect Saskatchewan people, which is their core duty, the foundation of their job. So here we are today, heading into this Thanksgiving weekend, and I'm thinking back over the last year. Just before Thanksgiving last year, there was concern as cases started to rise, but the Premier didn't want to do anything. So what did we get? A huge spike two weeks after Thanksgiving, and that led us into our devastating second wave. Last Easter, the Premier chose not to act or give clear guidance before that public holiday, that important holiday. But as a result, we saw a huge spike in cases worsening our third wave. And now we here are in the worst wave yet, in the middle of the fourth wave, and this Premier continues to be silent. Silent as we hear from healthcare professionals. 
the Saskatchewan Union of Nurses, the Saskatchewan Medical Association, the Canadian Medical Association, standing up and demanding action, including limits on gathering sizes, and still, nothing from this government. So today, I'm calling on Scott Moe to provide us clear guidelines. Speak to the people of Saskatchewan. Bring in the appropriate overall gathering size restrictions according to the modeling. Share that modeling and give people clear instructions on Thanksgiving. We all want to celebrate with our families. We all want to have that time together. None of us wants that celebration to be the last time we see a family member because they got sick. So to folks across Saskatchewan, be thoughtful about those gatherings. If you're celebrating Thanksgiving this year, try to keep it to a small group, to immediate family. If you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated. And if family members of yours aren't vaccinated, please have those tough conversations with them. It's so important that we lead each other to get out of this. And to the Premier, stop hiding, get to work, and be clear and honest with Saskatchewan people. Do your job to protect us all. One other you know, challenging aspect of, of the time we're in right now is the introduction, appropriate introduction of vaccine requirements in a number of places. However, the way that this has been handled has created a great deal of chaos and difficulty for Saskatchewan people, in particular Saskatchewan businesses. And to address that, I'll hand the mic over to Lena Young. Thank you, Ryan. We're here on day five of the Premier's chaotic introduction of the newest public health order. And day in and day out, I hear from real business owners who are worried, worried that they've managed to survive the first wave, the second wave, the third wave of COVID, and are concerned that it's going to be this fourth wave that's going to take them out. This is a small province made up of small businesses and uh, it's a province where everybody talks. Everyone knows the situation with COVID. Business owners know and small businesses are worried about lives and about livelihoods. And today they're losing staff and they're losing revenue due to chaos. I just got off the phone with a small business owner who's projecting to lose $800 to $1,000 a week in revenue due to reduced staffing and costs for testing uh, for his staff in order to access job sites. And this was unexpected news and what we don't see is any acknowledgement or any willingness to give business owners the time to plan and the time to organize. That's NDP leader Ryan Miley with uh, Alina Young uh, from the NDP caucus. Uh, the updated stats from yesterday, 10 more people have died of COVID-19, 242 new cases confirmed, and 482 recoveries checked off. That's good. The new cases include 14 more here in South Central. Uh, our active case count is now 238. That's down by 5 from Monday and down from 268, so down by 30 from uh, Sunday. 
4,385 cases considered active, 238 cases active in the uh, in the South Central Zone, like I said. 340 people are in hospitals with COVID-19, including 73 in IC units, uh, ICU units, uh, intensive care. Uh, and of those hospitalized, 259 or 76% of those people are not fully vaccinated. That's the latest on COVID-19. We'll take a break and be back to introduce to you another one of our nine candidates for the job of uh, mayor of Moose Jaw. Michael Haygarth is next on the Heartland at Noon. We should get started on that trenching right away. Did you make a one call? I don't see any markings. I'm pretty sure I know where the pipeline is. Sorry, this is my farm and my family's safety. So pretty sure won't cut it. Let's get a locate, and then we can start. Safety is everyone's responsibility. The depth and location of a pipeline can vary, so any activity on a right-of-way can have serious consequences. Always contact the pipeline operator before crossing or excavating. Find your local one call at clickbeforeyoudig.com. A message from TC Energy. Attention malt barley growers. Prairie Malt and Bigger is offering competitive bids on 2021 Copeland, Metcalf, Synergy, Connect, Fraser, and Bow Barley varieties. And they also require soft white wheat, so send them samples today. Aggressive bids and nearby movement is available for malt barley and soft white wheat into Bigger, Saskatchewan. Contact Prairie Malt today for details and pricing. 1-306-948-3500. 1-306-948-3500. Call today. You're listening to 800 CHAB. Hey, it's Chrissy at Budget Blinds. It's October and it's our biggest sale of the year. Come see us today. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. He's only been in our city for a few years, but he likes us, and he's hoping we like him. Aircraft maintenance engineer Michael Haygarth, one of nine candidates running in our upcoming mayoral by-election. Discover Moose Catherine Ludwig has more with Mr. Haygarth. I see on your bio on the Moose Jaw, City of Moose Jaw website that you moved here five years ago. Where did you come from? Uh, so I was originally from Lucan, Ontario, so it's like close to London, Ontario. Oh, very and nice. So I was there, and then I went to Sault Ste. Marie for a couple of years. And then from Sault Ste. Marie, I came here to work on the, uh, the Hawk, the aircraft, the Hawk for the military. Did you come to Moose Jaw just for work, or did you have plans already to move to Saskatchewan? No, no, I didn't know much about the community, actually, before I, I came here, other than that this is where the snowbirds were. And then uh, the opportunity came up to work on the Hawk, so we thought it was a pretty good environment to raise our kids, so we came here. So you work with the Canadian Armed Forces on the snowbo- on, on the snowbirds. Uh, you are also in the Moose Jaw Flying Club. You volunteer with Air Cadets, you co-coach the biathlon. Are you involved with any other organizations? Um, so it's a bit tricky. Um, I'm actually a civilian. I'm not military. Um, and I work for a company called Magellan. And we maintain the engines for the Snowbirds. And we do that here out at the base. Okay. Thank you for clarifying that. Um, so apart from that and uh, your volunteering and being in the Moose Jaw Flying Club, do you plan to get involved with any other organizations if you become mayor? Oh, I'm sure there are. Um, again, we're just trying to 
find everything else out in the town. So yes, I would like to be more involved. I'd like to be more involved in the community. And, um, I know there's talk about community watch programs coming out, and I would definitely like to be involved in that. So what inspired <laughs> you to run for mayor? Um, to be honest with you, when we first got here, um, it was a pretty... It was a really nice, um, smaller community, so we um, we got to know our neighbors fairly well, and it was nice to see that kids are riding their bikes and playing outside and walking to school, and the community is a, a an easier community to to kind of hang out with, and I just want to keep that going. And right now, things seem to be really, really tough for the the world and Canada on of itself. So the sense of community to me seems to be waning a little bit and I just think that needs to be brought back in a in a stronger way. So what would you like to see different in the city or what would you like to add? Well, I I know we have a fairly large problem with uh, drugs or um, and petty crime going on in the city and I think that stems a lot from just people being lost and not knowing where to go and mental health is a big issue here and I think if the community reaches out to them then they won't feel so lost and we can maybe instead of like just policing everything, we can incorporate it into the community. I kind of feel that right now the there's the them and the, the us. Well, I think the gap needs to be bridged, right? Like it's not just the issues that are in the town like, um, that people are struggling with. I don't think it's just a police issue or a government issue or a um, an issue that the the offices need to solve. I think it's an issue that the whole community can wrap themselves around. If somebody's having difficulties and they're going down the wrong path and if they're starting to get into drugs, well, maybe if the community reached out to them and not necessarily at a, um, uh, a government level or a municipal level, you can just reach out to your neighbor. You can say, hey, you look like you're having a bad day and talk instead of saying, oh, that's not my issue. That's the guys in the office's issue. So I would like to be make everything more of a community and be able to deal with the drug issues, the petty crime, um, mental health, and maybe start a, uh, a neighborhood watch. So we all work together and have a voice. And instead of having that them and the us, have an open dialogue so anybody can call or talk to um, the mayor's office and say, listen, um, we need to discuss this and we need to move forward. So I think that would be our best bridge. Right now I am talking with Michael Haygarth, one of the candidates in the 2021 mayoral by-election. So you're looking to get involved with the community watch and you want to open up more of a communication between the community and the mayor's office. Is there any other certain strategies that you're hoping to implement to help solve these issues? Um, any other strategies? Like what do you mean? Like additional organizations, additional um, local help. Um, like there's currently right now the Moose Jaw Crystal Meth uh, Committee, and they help um, educate people on the drug and what it can do to you. Do you want to implement more organizations like that? I would like to, yes, absolutely. So yes, in order to, like the crystal meth issue. Um, with that community, with the... I think that we need to get it out there and have people be able to know that it's there and show them that it's there. Like if people who have difficulties in their day, I mean, it's, it's one thing to know that you're 
you're having an, uh, an issue and you're using these drugs, but it's a big commitment to go and um, find those resources. So I would like to make the resources more available and like a better avenue and then um, help the people who need the help to go to those avenues. And if those avenues, like those support groups, need more support, then I believe we should be helping them more. Okay, and on a different note, um, Moose Jaw infrastructure and uh, town construction on roads, bridges, intersections is also a big topic within City Council. Uh, what is your plan to address that? With with regards to roads and sailing pipelines and everything else, I think the community, again, needs to understand where everything comes because it would be nice to have endless pockets of money just to fix all the problems. And I think a lot of the people are just not understanding or aren't feeling that they know where and how the money is being allocated. So, like, if you have $10 to fix a $100 problem, you can't fix the whole problem. You have to take your money and spend it the best that you can. So make that a little bit easier for people to follow. For sure. So what do you think makes you different from the other candidates that are running? There's quite a a wide um, number of candidates running this year. Uh, I would say that the difference between, well, I don't even know if it's a difference. I would say what uh, makes me excel is that um, I'm an aircraft maintenance engineer by trade. I've been doing it for over 20 years. I have a commercial pilot license, and aviation is one of the largest and most highly regulated industry in the world. So I have to make sure that I'm doing my job right because airplanes don't pull over to the side of the road. It's a community-based, so if somebody puts something together on an airplane, several people look at it to make sure that it's good before it goes. So there's a lot of steps and a lot of procedures to follow to make sure that that airplane gets to where it needs to go. And one of the one of my instructors, when I was going through school, said something that stuck with me. And his uh, his thought was that our job is to find fault. That's what we do. We look for faults, and then we solve those faults. So if there's a fault, we dig as far down as we need to go to make sure that that won't keep reoccurring and that our job is to find the best fix and put it in the use and make sure that we don't have that again. So, so you would like to apply that to your position as mayor? Absolutely. So as mayor, I find that we would be, I've been trained for the last 20 years to fix problems. He's certainly well-spoken. He is Michael Haygarth, an aircraft technician who wants to be the next mayor of Moose Jaw. So we featured uh, Haygarth, Sam Morrison, Brett McCauley, Wayne Watermanuck, Mike Simpkins, and Crystal Froze on the Heartland at noon. We've still got Kim Robinson, Heather Eby, and Clive Tolley to come in the coming days as we get set for the mayoral by-election on November the 3rd. I'm Rob Carney. You're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. We'll take a break and be back with our latest partner profile with Wells Camera and Sound Photo Source. Stick around. I think you'll enjoy the uh, conversation next. The greatest rock, pop, and soul tunes of the 70s and 80s. It's Dick Bartley's classic hits. The songs you remember. Surrounded by headlines, personalities, interviews, TV trivia, pop culture, and more. Saturdays at 8 and Sundays at noon. Dick Bartley's classic hits. Brought to you by Primary Eye Care Center and Hoya Lenses. Moose Jaw Funeral Home. The Cinnaboya Livestock Auction. Saskatchewan Wildlife Federation. And the greatest hits of all time. 800 CHA. 
This is Keller Producers. This Friday, October 8th, the Manicota Stockman's. Call sale at 10 a.m. Then 1,500 head of calves. Follow the Select Video Sale. Watch on dvauction.com. Last sale, 410 head of 950-pound steers sold for $1.97. Head for 760 sold for $1.86. Steer calves, 405 to $1.33. Head for calves, 400 to 500 pounds, $1.98. October 15th is the Nangus Cast Sale. It's Friday at 10 and all class sales, cast and video sale. Call 478-2229. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to the Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. It's the 800 CHAB Discover Moose Jaw Partner Profile. Today, we're focusing on Wells Camera and Sound Moose Jaw, where the third generation is running the shop now, and uh, that third generation is Chad Wells joining us on the Partner Profile. Chad, thanks for doing this. This is good. Good morning, Rob. Hey, take us back uh, in history. Uh, Third generation. Your grandpa started the store, right? Correct. Yeah, my grandfather uh, originally started Wells Camera and Sound. We started started life as Excello Photo, and we we're located uh, in in downtown Moose Jaw. Uh, after the war, he started uh, Excello Photo as a photo studio and supply company. And from there, it became yep. Wells Camera and Sound. When? Uh, Nineteen seventy three. When the when the uh, town and country mall first opened their doors. Uh, we opened, uh, my dad opened Wells Camera and Sound, and uh, we, we moved up to the mall location. For a short time, we actually operated both together, but then they shut down Accelo and, and then operated it as Wells Camera in the mall. I remember the Town & Country Mall opening very well. Everybody in Moose Jaw was very excited about it, and Wells Camera and Sound was one of the first shops you'd go, well, the, one of the first shops you'd see when you walked in the doors, right? Yeah, we were one of the first ones. In fact, uh we had uh, no windows when we first opened. They hadn't even installed the glass yet. <laughs> they wow. were just still finishing, putting finishing touches on the building. Now, was that before your time? Yes. Yeah, I started the company in uh, 1993. Okay. Yep. But, but you remember the old days being in the mall? Oh, yes. Yeah, I worked from uh, we, our mall location. We were there from uh, 1973 until 2001. So I worked there from 1993 until 2001. Wow, okay. Yeah. And then the move downtown again. Yep, then we moved downtown again. And uh, we're currently uh, at 1102 Main Street, so back to Main Street. And, uh, you know, third generation, third location. I'm assuming your grandfather's gone now, right? He is now, yes. Yeah, but Dad, Bob is still around. Yeah, Bob's still around. And a lot of our listeners will remember that uh, that Bob played for the Moose Jaw Canucks from 1968 through 1970 before going on to St. Lawrence University to play a little hockey, right? Yes, he did. He loves his hockey. Yeah, he does. <laughs> and then back to Moose Jaw to raise the family, uh, including you. Tell us about tell us about the family and uh, your immediate family as well. Well, currently, um, my wife and I uh, are running the company. Uh, my wife works for a software company in Regina, actually. We... Um, we have two little ones. We just had uh, had twins this year, twin boys. Wow! So that keep that keeps us on our toes. <laughs> no kidding. And Bob's doing well. Bob's doing well. Yeah, he's uh, he still comes in to drive us crazy once in a while. <laughs> well, he's got to make sure you're doing okay. Yeah, keeps us on our toes. And uh, I know you've had a number of employees over the years, but I also know uh, one of the mainstays has been uh, Mac Anderson. Yep, Mr. Anderson is still with us. He is uh, a longtime loyal employee of ours. He's a uh, good man. Awesome. 
Wells Camera and Sound is located right on Main Street, right at the corner of Hall and Main Street in Moose Jaw. Been there for, uh, like you said, a, a number of years. Uh, convenient location. Uh, there's always parking, uh, uh, either if you park on Main Street, which can be dangerous, but you can also pull around the corner <laughs> and uh, park on Hall Street and, and go to Wells Camera and Sound. And you really, you got a great shop. Thank you. Yeah, we, you know, we've we've constantly evolved and try to change. And, uh, I, you know, I just want to say a shout-out to the community and thank you for all the support. Uh, really, you know, it's it's the uh, attitude of supporting local that keeps shops like ourselves and, and others really in, in business. We couldn't, couldn't do it without the support of the community. I remember uh, the location at the Town & Country Mall, Wells Camera & Sound. I remember how much stuff you had packed into the store, and it was <laughs> camera and sound. You had all the camera gear you could ever want, always state-of-the-art <laughs> stuff. Uh, but you also had boom boxes and stereo sets yep. and televisions and, and all the accessories. Uh, you've really kind of narrowed that down to focus on a few areas, mainly the camera, right? Well, actually, we've, we've got uh, three, three areas of focus that we, we've stuck with over the years. And this is a mix that, that my dad kind of uh, uh, came up with uh, starting in 1976. Television, camera and photo lab those three and uh we've really branched out into into flat panel tvs uh samsung flat panel tvs has been a big part of the business for us when you go to wellscamera.ca you can find out all about uh wells camera and sound and all the gear they have starting with cameras and gear and like i said before i mean for many years you all the accessories oh yes yep we uh we work closely with a lot of uh some professional photographers and advanced amateurs, and just people that just want to take better pictures. And, uh, you know, we love doing it. We love working with people. That's, I think, what uh, one of the great things about, about a small business is versus a big box store is it's much more personal. You know, we get to know people by their first names, and uh, it's really quite enjoyed. It makes going to work nice. And all kinds of services you offer, too, from photo printing to a photo canvas to silver linings, photo mounts, um, Allure aluminum prints, photo books, large format printing. You've got all the services. That's correct. We try uh, try to do as much in-store as possible. Turn it around quickly. Yep. And, of course, you mentioned uh, television. A uh, great place to go to get a TV. Well, TV, that's an interesting one because television has really changed a lot over the last about five years, and a TV is much more than than just a television nowadays. It's become a media center. It's a smart TV, has weather, it has news, it can connect to your phone for pictures. It's much more than just a television. Chad Wells on our partner profile featuring Wells Camera and Sound Photo Source in downtown Moose Jaw. We'll be back with more from Chad next on the Heartland at Noon. And now, another rock and roll history lesson on 800 CHAB. Fleetwood Mac, Eric Clapton, Bob Dylan, Robert Plant, and the Rolling Stones all have said they owe a portion of their success to Robert Johnson, a musician whose entire life is shrouded in mystery. Who is Robert Johnson? Not many know. Johnson was born in 1911, and not much is known about his life. He wanted to be a musician, but was said to be a horrible guitar player. He reportedly disappeared for a number of months before reappearing as an incredible player who developed the blues progression that we know today. His drastic change in skill sparked the now famous rumor and trope that he had sold 
his soul to the devil to master the guitar. He only took part in two recording sessions, playing in improvised studios recording 29 songs. Johnson died in 1938 at the age of 27, and his death was never reported publicly. He merely disappeared from historical records. His death certificate was found 30 years later, although no cause was ever given. While he remains a mysterious figure, and very few photos of him exist, his influence and impact on music is still being felt today thanks to his revolutionary style. This has been another Rock and Roll History Lesson, brought to you by Silver Star Salvage and Recycling. Recycle your metal and steel at their drop-off bin. Open 24 hours a day. SilverStarRecycling.ca Andy's Transmission and Automotive. For over 55 years, complete automotive and diagnostic repairs. Cross Canada Flooring, Moose Jaw's largest independent full-service flooring store and insurance specialist. Check out their in-stock specials. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Discover Moose Jaw weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com. Cloudy this afternoon, hazy winds gusting to 50 kilometers an hour and a high of 29. Tonight clearing near midnight, hazy in the low of 7. Thursday mainly sunny, increasing cloudiness late in the afternoon, hazy with winds gusting up to 50 kilometers an hour and a high of 17. Friday a mix of sun and cloud, a high of 15. Saturday also a mix of sun and cloud with a high of 15. And Sunday a mix of sun and cloud and a high of 16. A pop-up COVID-19 vaccination clinic will be running until 5 o'clock today at the exhibition grounds. The clinic will be offering both the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Those who are unable to make it to the clinic today are in luck, as another pop-up will be happening on Friday from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the exhibition grounds. For all your news and weather anytime, click on discovermooshaw.com or the Mooshaw Live app. I'm Sean Slatt. This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. The CHAB Discover Moose Jaw Partner Profile featuring Wells Camera and Sound Photo Source today with third generation owner Chad Wells. When we left off, we were talking about how technology has changed and how televisions are more than televisions now. Chad describing the new TVs as media centers. I want to talk about the technology too uh, as, as we keep up with the technology. Oh, so important that Wells Camera and Sound has done the same. Oh, yes. Yeah, we have to uh, constantly evolve. And, uh, you know, just kind of follow the trends and what's new. And uh, it, uh, it's some long hours and a lot of research. And <laughs> but it, uh, it, it is an interesting it's an interesting business to be in these days, for sure. I know uh, over the years, uh, when it comes to, to television and, and camera and sound, you've carried a, a number of different brands. Uh, but you <laughs> stay focused on, on certain brands these days, right? Well, what we try to do is, is stay focused on whoever's making the best product. Uh, we have always had our best success with carrying good products, not necessarily the cheapest, not necessarily, you know, the lowest end. We want to carry high-end products, want to carry the best. And we do a lot of research into that. And, uh, you know, it changes. Uh, five years ago, it might have been one particular brand. This year, it's another and we just try to stay on top of that. And whoever is making the best quality product is what we want to carry, not necessarily, you know, buy it based on its price tag. And right now you're selling Samsung televisions. Yeah, Samsung is a great company because they have a wide range. They have such a wide range of products. It's something for everybody. 
Let's talk about the cameras and the various brands that uh, you sell at Wells. Well, our key brands for camera gear are going to be Nikon, Canon, and Panasonic. Canon is really the leader. They're, they're our number one. Everybody's got a camera now. Everybody's got a smartphone now. So everybody's got a camera on their cellular telephones. Uh, but, uh, but the camera business is still, uh, I mean, it's, it's still big. There's still a lot of people who love photography and uh, still a lot of people buying cameras, right? Absolutely. The trend is actually going the other way. And uh, what we're seeing is the, the manufacturers like Canon and Nikon are doing a lot of research and development and a lot of um, kind of development into new exciting products uh, that you cannot do with your cell phone. Uh, Nikon is a good example of that. They have one with a 3,000 millimeter zoom that can photograph something from more than a mile away. It's absolutely amazing. Chad Wells is our guest on the 800 CHAB Discover Moose Jaw Partner Profile. We're talking about Wells Camera and Sound for decades, been a key in the local business community. Hey, let's talk about other services that keep you busy. And I know I've been into your shop to, to get a passport photo. You do passport and ID photos. Yes, passport and ID photos are something that we do a lot of. There has to be a lot of accuracy in it. Um, every department, every government department, you know, it would be nice if they all kind of were on the same page and had the same sizes, but they do not. <laughs> they're, they're, every, every office has their own size that they require, and we do them all. Photo restoration, let's talk about that. That's Stephanie Stevens' specialty. Uh, Steph is another uh, longtime employee of ours. Uh, Steph Stevens does a fantastic job of photo restoration. Uh, that would be a torn photo, uh, a photo with uh, water damage, maybe a photo where you want somebody... I don't know, maybe you want somebody removed? (laughs) 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 She's done it all. (laughs) Scanning and archiving. You can digitize our photographs or negatives and save CDs to DVDs. Yeah, you can save it to DVDs or flash drives. Uh, One of the archiving products that we do a lot of these days are slide film. Uh, You know, a lot of people shot a lot of uh, images on slides from the uh, mid-70s to, you know, mid-80s. And there's a lot of them out there. And uh, you can now digitize those and and, uh, put them in a a modern album. Fabulous. And you can get it all done at Wells Camera and Sound on Main Street in Moose Jaw. Yeah, well, we appreciate your business. We appreciate you being on the 800 CHAB Discover Moose Jaw Partner Profile. And uh, I will uh, remind our listeners that the best way, of course, to uh, do some shopping or get some advice is to drop in in person at Wells Camera and Sound. The address, my friend? 1102 Main Street North, corner of Hall and Main. Corner of Hall and Main, exactly. And also, you can shop online, wellscamera.ca. There's a, another thing you've uh, kept up with. You've got a wonderful website. Well, thank you. Yeah, we work hard on that. All right. Well, thanks for this, Chad. Anything else we need to add at all? No, I think uh, I think I think that's uh, covered it all there, Rob. Chad Wells, Wells Camera and Sound Photo Source on the Partner Profile on CHAB. Back with more next, Heartland at Noon. 800 CHAB, connecting the community. You're invited to meet some new people, reconnect with old faces, and play some board games with Moose Jaw Pride. On Tuesday, October 12th, they're hosting a Magic the Gathering and board game night starting at 6 o'clock at the Moose Jaw Pride and Rainbow Retro Thrift Shop. 
The evening is for anyone 16 and older, and if you're interested, you can either just show up at the event or email info at moosejawpride.ca. That again is a board game and Magic the Gathering night at Moosejaw Pride and the Rainbow Retro Thrift Shop, Tuesday, October 12th, starting at 6 o'clock. Connecting the community. Brought to you by Urban Cellars. Located on South Hill, serving all of Moose Jaw. They offer a large selection of wines, spirits, beers, and seltzers. Stop by today. Rasa Whitecap Charlet and How Red Angus. Serving you in the past, present, and the future. Charlet and Red Angus, designed for your ranch needs. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB. Tonight's Lotto 649 draw is an estimated $11 million, plus the guaranteed $1 million prize. $11 million. Get that Lotto 649 feeling. This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB. Just a reminder, we're giving away copies of the 2022 Canadian edition of the Old Farmer's Almanac this week on the CHAB Morning Show. The only way you can win is uh, to text the Moose Jaw RV and Marine text line, 693-8000. Just tell me your name, and let me know that you want to win the Old Farmer's Almanac. We made the draw at 8 o'clock this morning, and Christine Weeb was the winner. Hello. Hey, Christine Weeb. Yes, it is. Rob Carney, CHAB calling. Oh, good morning, Rob. Hey, I'm just calling to let you know you're our winner today. You get a brand new copy of the 2022 Canadian edition of the Old Farmer's Almanac. Oh, wonderful. That's great. Yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for entering on the Moose Jaw RV and Marine text line. I see you're from Chamberlain, Saskatchewan. Are you on the farm or are you a townie? No, we're on the farm. Um, we, we're we uh, retired, but we're still out. Yeah, we're still out here on the farm. Yeah, we're, we're still busy. Well, that's good. Mm-hmm. Well, you have lots of time for reading coming up when winter arrives, so uh, you can come on into the radio station next time you're in Moose Jaw and pick up your copy of the Old Farmer's Almanac. Well, thank you very much, Rob. We'll certainly enjoy it. I'm sure you will. Congratulations, Christine. If you'd like to win a copy of the Almanac, send us a text today. We'll make the draw tomorrow. 693-8000, it's the Moose Jaw RV and Marine text line. The Daily Commentary coming up. It's a story about a story we shared on the Heartland at Noon just the other day. Stay with me. It's that time of year again to start watching football and getting next year's weed control base down for your canola, lentil, and pea crop. Apply Edge Microactive Soil Residual Herbicide this fall for the broadest assortment of grass and broadleaf weed control, including kochia, wild buckwheat, lamb's quarter, and foxtails. Edge Microactive Herbicide from Gowan, Canada, helps you maximize yields today and manage resistance for tomorrow. Go to ca.gowan.com co.com for details always read and follow label directions from gowan canada when was the last time you watched a video yesterday an hour ago maybe you're watching one right now people love video and for business owners video is a great way to promote your people your products and your business in an engaging way Homefields can help with professional videography services to promote your business. Maybe you need a training video or product demonstration video. We do that. We'll even look after where your video plays to help you reach new customers. Video, Homefield can help. Success starts at myhomefield.ca. Pumpkin spice and all things nice at the Moose Jaw Co-op. The key ingredients for... Grandma's amazing apple pie. Dad's must-have mashed potatoes. Turkey so tender, you know they'll want seconds. And it all starts with a visit to the Moose Jaw Co-op grocery and in-house liquor store. Stocked with your usual favorites. And limited time seasonal liquor, beer, and wines for your gatherings, too. 
Plus, every Moose Jaw Co-op purchase earns you equity and cash back membership benefits. Become a Moose Jaw Co-op member today. Be part of something bigger. Every now and then we do something that makes a difference here at CHAB and it makes us feel good. It was just a few days ago we had local author Della Bartson on the radio. She had her children's book Home Tweet Home published almost two years ago. I learned about it when Della, a local nurse, joined us for an interview at the 800 CHAB Family First Radiothon last month. I suggested she join me on the radio to tell us about her book. So she did, and I shared the story on discovermoosejaw.com. Well, what a hit that was! In 24 hours, that story got 590 views, and dozens of those readers commented on the social media post congratulating Della on her success. One said, love this, and another said, happened to catch this. Great job, great story. Della told me she has sold hundreds of copies already, but I'm thinking that could turn into thousands with the recent positive publicity. Buy the book. The little ones in your life will love it. It's Home Tweet Home from Della Bartson. I'm Rob Kearney.